training. All right, so I want to give some preps to this, yo. So what up, what up? Back is fucking usual. We got uh, my boy fucking Marvin on there. We're going to talk about some fucking Facebook marketing. So welcome to another episode of the Daily Motherfucking J. Let's hop directly into it. Yo, nigga, so what's good? It's been a minute. I know, bro. It has been a minute. <laughs> what's Gucci? He over here got the, carry, got the carry gold out and shit. You know what white people do. Look, man, I got to keep this shit fucking gritty, greasy, and I got to keep it some level fucking funny. Nobody wants to listen to some dry-ass, like, boring shit. True. It's funny because we, we'll see each other for, like, a week or two, maybe, like, a few days, and I won't see you for, like, six months to a year, but then when we reconnect, it's like we'll nothing. talk about the exact same shit like, every that we learned time. Yeah, every single time. Mm-hmm. So we're in the same, like, lane, like wavelength at that point. Dude, because we're both into fucking aggressive growth. So like anytime, like every time that I've ever like reconnected with you, it's literally always been, you've been on some new updates or doing something else. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like what, how's that working? Like you were telling me last time about, you were like, yo, I'm really, I want to get into like DJing. And I was like, dude, do it. And I was, I think we were talking a little bit about, um, Luciano's fucking up, not in a bad way, but uh-huh. he's focusing on photography. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Uh-huh. I know, I saw that on Instagram. He's like, do you have me for shoots? I'm like, what? So I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. So basically you went from like being a fucking DJ to a promoter now to a fucking photographer. So now you're a jack of all trades and a master of nothing. So you're never going to get to your fucking goal. And I'm like, promoting is not going to help you become a better DJ. Uh-huh. DJing helps you become a fucking better DJ. Yeah. Work on your fucking craft, specialize. Like, yeah. And I feel bad for him because I don't think he gets it. I know his play. He's doing the photography to target models. I get it. Like, I, it's, a, it's a value prop yeah. to justify a way to like, approach a pretty girl. That's not creepy. I get it. Problem is, you're taken away from the craft that realistically is the thing you want to do long term. Mm-hmm. So you're going to end up sacrificing, getting mad, and being like, where am I at in my life now? I've spent all this time learning a fucking craft that I really don't have any interest in. I'm just yeah. doing it as a way to fucking make money. When realistically, I should be focusing on the thing that I really want to do long term, getting really good at that. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. No, of course. Honestly, like something I learned at um, RSD fucking Owens boot camp was I was, talk- I was actually talking to a boy, the guy that um, is mentoring me right now. Yeah. He was sitting right in front of me and we we're talking about. That's how we met him. Yeah, and we were just asking, like, everyone, like, hey, what do you do? Like, what do I do? And I was telling him, like, honestly, boy, like, I'm at a crossroads. Like, I don't know if I want to do... Because you were doing the, the sales job. I don't know if I want to do music. I don't know if I want to, you know, just continue, like, if I want to do acting. I don't know what my career choice is going to be. And he's, like, honestly, like, he was doing the same thing. And he's 20, and he's, like, approaching a millionaire right now. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy. Right, smart man. And so he's, like, he's like Marvin, you got to focus on the day-to-day of what your career choice works. Because you can look at the grand scheme of, like, let's say you're doing marketing... Yeah, working from like home, you know, right. making lots of money, traveling, like that's the end goal, mm-hmm. right? Becoming like a self-made millionaire, whatever. Of Acting, you know, you're famous, you walk out, people recognize you, you have that instant boost of like gratification when it's there, like, or um, not gratification, but um, um, validation when it's there, right? There's a the downsides too. And then DJing, you know, you're traveling across the country, you're like promoting yourself, et cetera. You're like, you know, getting fucked all the time by all these pretty girls. You're like on stage performing, everyone's adoring you, right? So that's like the end goal. Yeah. And then he's like, but Marvin, you gotta look at the day-to-day goal. Like, what's the DJ doing every single day? He's like turning his knob for 14, 15 hours. A day. He's on tour. A day. He's like, yeah. you know, traveling. Like, which is, which, if you like that and it, it sparks your interest, great. If not, no. 
what's day to day of like an actor, right? Going to auditions, like becoming Castings. a different person every single week, going to casting, reading fucking scripts, reading scripts, memorizing, getting a side job, doing that hustle. Yeah. Um, people are judging you. You have to get fat. You have to get skinny for a role. You have yeah. to like alter your diet. You, you can't always much have. Of a <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so much of a healthy person. Like, yeah, that, I can't imagine like, you ever being fucking want to be a little chub chub. And no, and honestly, like during the move, I had to leave keto. Now I'm finally, thank God, back on keto because like when you're moving and stuff. And also the Warriors game, right? But like when you're moving and when you're transitioning, I went yeah. from the hills to like Culver City to Park La Brea to uh, here. Yeah. It's so hard to maintain a routine. And yeah, keto and once works. Your, once your keto routine only breaks, really works on routine. routine. Yeah. And then once 100. it breaks, it goes downhill. Yeah, it, and it goes right? downhill. Ask me how I know. For you know, about almost a fuck. Right dude, keto is like a diet that I always go back to. Like every always. single time. Always go back to and fasting too. Here's what's interesting. Um, um, actually getting onto that fucking yeah. point. I've noticed that, like, it's a lot of people, this is, I think I want to, like, preface this, a lot of people are, like, keto, 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 but, like, they, even back in the day, like, with, with Jeff, Jeff would, like, go keto, but he would get a lot of, like, low-quality food, and so would I back then. I didn't really, I was like, oh, it's keto, it's all, I'm like, no, 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 Where, what the food, what, what you're eating ate actually fucking matters mm-hmm. in terms of performance. I can see, literally, I can, I don't even have to look at, like, my Bulletproof food allergy app, I can literally see what I eat. Yeah. Do I get sleepy? Do, does my throat close up the next day? Yep. And where, how's my energy feeling? How was my sleep? I'm like, how was my skin the next morning? And I'm going, yeah. oh shit, there's actually a legitimate difference. And people are just like, no, food is food. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 it's yeah. not. Like what happens when I eat carbs? Like, dude, my back gets red, I get rashes everywhere, my skin starts breaking out. I have sugar. Literally, sugar. Acting on my shoulders dude. and shit. It's, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I'm it's insane. Y'all are nuts. Hey, we're just genetically like th- this is what I tell people. Oh, you might like it. So my boy runs an anti-aging firm. I'm actually on his uh, his his program right now. That's actually what's been allowing me to like get stronger. Is following what this fool told me. He's young kid and he's been uh, biohacking since he was 13. Fuck. So he was like, yeah, man. He's like, he really like knows his shit, and it helped me a lot to get to that next place because I was like, keto was one part, but I always wanted to biohack and really know what works for me based on my genome, my blood type, you know, my you know muscle density, like those little things that you know, because even success, it's very arbitrary to you. Yeah. Like you're not me. You don't think like me. Haven't had my experiences. Your brain works differently. You know, you yeah. you may be an auditory learner or a kinesthetic. Those things actually affect yeah. everything. One hundred percent. You know, so a lot of people don't yeah. pay attention to that. So That's back like to your Anthony point. Robbins, like one of his original books, um, not Awaken the Giant, but the one he had before that, The Unlimited Power. He yeah, talks a lot about it. that, mm-hmm. like finding out, like, are you an auditory learner, or like, are you a visual learner, are you a kinesthetic learner, like, how do you all how do you the pay different neurolinguistic programming stuff. And it's it's funny because that stuff's old school, but it's like the most effective in terms of just paying attention to like how yeah. you are and how you react yeah. and why you react. Old school's the most effective. Like I still read like excerpts of Thinking Grow Rich every day. Like I'm still keeping on that. You know what I mean? Like every business person that I know that makes serious money, that book is like literally they've read it, it at least five foundation. times. No, it has a foundation for literally everything. You see yes. from them. And everyone even calls it now. Like people, they call it mastermind. Mm-hmm. Right? Boy, boy will say like my mentor now is saying like yeah, I'm gonna have a mastermind um, next week with like some partners and fucking whatever. Like everyone calls it that and they got it from Napoleon Hill. Yeah, because it's called. Uh, I remember he got he got the principle from I think uh, Benjamin Franklin. 
because Benjamin Franklin used uh, he created what was called the this was before masterminds even existed it was called the uh, the junto, and it was a bunch of local entrepreneurs that would get together and they would literally do self development. So like one person would get up and be like, hey, yeah. this week we're gonna work on public speaking. The next week we're gonna work on like either marketing or news printing. Like based on the yeah. skills they needed to like make more money. Everything is crazy. You just do it on one because we don't have that second um, no, yeah, and and once you have like different minds together, I mean, if you believe in, like, the idea that thoughts travel, right? Then you just have like a synergy of just thoughts all around, just like right now. But um, just to finish my earlier point real quick, looking at the day to day, and then I was like, okay, well, what's the day to day of like what he's doing? He gets to go literally travel wherever the fuck he wants. He's he spent like two years in London, or, oh not no, two years, two months in London, two months in LA. He's gonna, he's gonna do a couple months in Brazil. He's gonna try to find out what area is better to live in to work from if LA is too distracting if London's too cold if San Francisco is too like techy whatever um, to find like a home base and then it can just start marketing in Brazil start marketing in like different parts of the world right but then I was looking at the day to day of like what he's doing and I was like okay well basically he gets to wake up whatever he wants he gets to just, I mean he still just chooses to wake up early which is like just discipline right and he doesn't drink at all he's sober right he drank like maybe once with us and that was like one crazy night um, and he basically just does what like every guy wants to do which is branch out talk to other people like influence other people work from your laptop like do whatever the fuck you want and I'm like that sounds like a great day to day and I'm also getting the perks of like being great and maybe my his particular niche so if he becomes like a top marketer or instructor or whatever he'll be famous among that niche just like I'm famous among his niche and then he can branch off to like other niches as well because yeah. once you, it's because it's, it's it goes back to marketing again of like, and I, it's funny because this actually this for me this makes me think of a client. Uh, remember that? Remember what I talked about that client that uh, the one that, that we that we dropped, <laughs> the one I went off on. I, I text you about that. I was like, I'm like, I was so like, I'm like, um, I need to like be more positive. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I was telling you I went off on this client. The issue with this client specifically was he kept saying my market's these people, and I'm like, no, 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 no. But who who pays your bills? And yeah. This was. My business partner was like, yo, like, who's your ideal demographic? Like, what did that, that target market look like? Yeah. And he was like, well, it's this and it's this. And I'm like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. You're going super wide. You're yeah. like literally going like, hey, you know, I want bisexual girls, but I'm going to go to the mall and I'm just going to sit there and just wait until a bisexual walks by. Yeah. Well, the mall is big. Yeah. Just like the ocean. Like, if I'm looking for salmon, I don't take my ass in the Pacific. Yeah. Like, hey, that's trout, halibut, like... And if I'm looking for salmon, go take it up to a fucking salmon stream. Yeah. And you just have a bait to get salmon. You just have a rod to get salmon. And if a salmon does come in the Pacific, it's going to be a scarcity principle, right? Exactly. Where you're just going to be like, oh, salmon finally came. I'm going to get it. Yeah. It's funny because when we had that, I was texting you. I was like, I was getting a dinner with Owen yeah. at Earth Cafe that night. And Boyd was there actually, which is pretty cool. And after breath work. Um, and Owen's been coming like every Tuesday, which is pretty cool. But we were talking about that because Owen was like talking about... I think we had a couple girls there and we're talking about just like niceness and everything like that and Owen was like, look, be nice. I literally texted you what he said. He's like, good choice. Because to get what the result, at least in the game, sometimes you can't be nice. So when you do decide to be nice, it's like me actively being nice. Because I know you're not going to respond to just me being nice the whole time. So when I choose to be nice to you as yeah. a girl, it's a reward. You're lucky, yeah. It's a reward. Because I know that's not how I got you. <laughs> This is this is one of my having a background in psychology because like right. it's it's you you become so deliberate and, and calibrated with what you do because you realize that like wait a minute yeah. if I do X because of 
these multiple like situations have happened like this, I know that this behavior will yield me this result. Yeah. Versus, oh, this behavior is gonna fucking yield me something I probably don't want, yeah. even the least. And a lot of people are like, it's funny, I, was, uh, I had a, a meeting with someone and we were talking about how the most Machiavellian thing in the world is to be nice. People don't get it. Like, I'm like, if you really understand- to listen. Yeah. Like, if you wanna sell more, listen more. You want to fuck more? Listen more. If you want to, if you want to effectively be more influential, listen. Because here's the reality: the person that you're talking to is going to reveal the fucking blueprint to exactly what you want, and then you know exactly how to provide value and to reverse engineer what you need to do yeah. to help that person. And then you create reciprocity. Yeah. So then, therefore, they feel guilty to help you. How many? Dude, and they hand oh it to you God. on a platter, dude. Like the, the night that he he like asked me because I didn't even ask him for mentorship. Night he was like. I literally sat down and asked him questions for like maybe two and a half hours before because he doesn't drink, so we didn't pregame. I just listened, just listened, just listened, and maybe he said like five or six things, right? Because when someone's explaining something, just like right now, like when someone's explaining something, they get in a roll, they don't like to be interrupted, mm-hmm. they just want to go. I just sat there, sat there, and then at the end of the fucking thing, he's like, you know what? Like, if you really want it, I'll teach you how to do this. And I didn't even have to ask. I didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to solicit. There. You didn't have to upsell. You didn't have to use any... Funny principle to try to, you just, <laughs> the sales pitch was yeah. shutting the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, so, so I guess that Grant Cardone's sales course, right? All that extra just, is just null and void. Right? Because effectively, you had someone that made, what, about, you said, he's on his way to seven figures? This year, yeah. He's on his way to seven figures, right? His mentorship, his course is probably run about two, three grand, right? Yeah. Just and it's only in Dutch, so he can't even like he can't even just give me the course. He's deciding to actively teach it to me in, a, in his third language, right? Just for me, just like and going out of his way, literally going out of his way. See, that's the type of shit that I find like interesting because it's you, like that's so counterintuitive to traditional dogma or traditional belief. Yeah. Well. Listen, there you go. For every motherfucker out there that's hard of hearing, listen. Listen verbatim. Yeah, look at the day-to-day of what career choice you want to be, at the pitchfork that you're at. Find someone who's doing that niche already and then just ask them questions about you. But, it, but also, I mean, it wasn't just me listening, obviously. There was like, then there was things that the more advanced like persuasion is, right? So it's like, I was listening, sure. But I was also adopting his body language the entire yeah, time. Yeah, mirroring. Right? Yeah. I was mirroring that motherfucker the entire time. I was asking questions that were pertinent to like, would it be possible for me to do it? I wasn't asking, I didn't ask him would it be possible for me to do it, but I was like taking a chance and being like, okay, well, I mean, well, isn't the market oversaturated? There's all these questions that are like, man, I don't think I can do it. So he was the entire time, he was like, no, no, you can do it. You know, this is crazy though. He right? was, you, were, you were actually, um, <laughs> you were, the uh, word is reverse psychology, what you were doing was, by basically saying, it, like, it can't be done, it can't be done, right. he started selling you on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can do it. This is, He's like, no, I'm, I'm positive, you can definitely do it. In fact, let me show you how to do it. This reminds me of the way when I used to, when I, when I used to close. When I would say shit, like, I'm like, yo, I, I don't, I'm sorry, like, you're super sweet, but I don't have sex with a girl, sex with a girl the first time I meet them, right. while I'm fingering her. And she's like, she's, she's like, but but our rules meant to be broken. That's, right. Oh my, yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know how that works. Yeah. Uh, 
I forget the word. There's a word in psych for that. Ah, I don't know if it's, is it the contrast principle? I think I know what you're talking about, and I, and I heard it first from a video from Todd. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the fuck he's in. He's at right now. Oh, dis, uh, disqualifying. Dis, disqualification. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 That was good shit. Right? The example he used, I think, was like, because I mean, he's a guy who's not the most attractive dude, right? So he had to immediately just like say something like that. But yeah, just even get him thinking about it. Uh, you know, I have to I have to ask you just like, are do you feel like this is like this has gotten you to the next cornerstone of your life of like like it's kind of like in a sense like getting a job is one thing we're like okay cool I got an opportunity like you're you're in there like okay I'm grinding to get here but this is more like we're probably I would imagine would feel like fuck I can everything that I thought I probably couldn't have through this opportunity I can you can actually see a path of how to effectively get there. Yeah. Because if you learn this, you know literally you could go, you could go back into acting, you could go back into, what, whatever the fuck you'd want to go into, yeah. literally, and be successful at it, because there's like, no Warner Brothers is going to stop you, no C, uh, yeah. WME, like none of that, you just, yeah. and that's the thing that I've been yeah. trying to push through the content, is like, you, you don't realize it, the fucking world is flat now. Like, no pun intended, but like yeah. literally, there's nobody stopping you from whatever you want to be able yeah. to achieve or to have anymore. There's no gatekeeper on it. Yeah. The, in, the internet has literally got rid of the middleman. And I'm like, yeah. that is amazing. You can, you can literally, you can become popular by talking about dog shit because effectively you can build an audience that actually is interested. You can sell, you can brand, you can become your own marketing platform. Yeah. Like, there's, I'm like, and that was, that was the part that got was so interesting to me, it was the empowerment to do that which you please. Yeah. I mean, if, if people don't believe this shit about the power of marketing, do you remember what, what, what Kylie, the comment, the tweet that Kylie put out? I don't really, well, okay, so, okay, so, so Kylie put out this tweet about Snapchat. This is about, about a year or so ago, maybe a little bit longer. Uh-huh. Venture capital, venture capitalists, started pulling out of fucking Snapchat stock because of that comment. She said something like, who uses Snapchat anymore? And you got VCs to pull out of a fucking, out of a company due to a fucking tweet? You know what that told me? That told me about the power of influence. Yeah. That's, that's an influencer. Yeah. Not you got 100,000 followers, no. When you say shit, shit happens. Yeah. Exactly. It's also taught me like, you honestly just, the more you, I'm gonna phrase this correctly, like something that you wanna do, the more you just read about it and just become more familiar with it and kinda like peek your eye through the door, just there's something that happens in your subconscious that just makes you think that you can do it more. So the whole social media marketing thing, my, in my mind I had a lot of resistance because I was like, okay, I went to college for one thing. So ended up doing some other thing. Yeah. Now I'm doing some other thing. And now this guy is saying that I have to do this other thing. And you're going, are you fuck? I keep moving. And I'm like, I have no day. marketing experience Dude. whatsoever. Like, what the fuck should I fucking do? And then once I started just like watching a couple of videos, watching a couple more videos, getting some more advice, then I'm like, you just, I think you just have to get your brain to the point where it's like, okay, maybe this could happen. And then it's like, okay, maybe this could happen in a smaller fraction of time than I actually thought it would. And then, and then eventually become like, okay, now I, I think I can make this happen. And it's like, okay, now I'm gonna make this happen. Okay, now it's like, if I don't make this happen, 
I'm fucking retarded, right? Like, what was interesting is that, I, the, to, back to your point, I remember the feeling. Like, when I first started in this, I was scared shitless. I was like, I'm like, this is so much. Like, I, I can't do this. It, yeah. Literally, I, I remember the first day, I, was, and it's, I started with uh, Ty Lopez, a social media marketing agency. Yeah. And he was talking about brand storytelling. And I was trying to be like, brand story. Like, I wasn't, because here's the thing. What was interesting yeah. is my mind doesn't think like that. Yeah. So I was trying to train myself to like see it from a storytelling aspect. What was interesting is that still didn't teach me really how to market. The, the few books that taught me, I learned more about marketing from my game material. Interestingly enough, strangely enough, all the Adam Lyon shit I learned, it, I was like, wait a minute, no, I actually can do this because this actually is this. And I was like, like, wait a minute, I actually have 14 years of experience. I'm like, let me go back to like my psych books like that I have and let me go look from there and the, my favorite book I always quote it that it taught me more about marketing than anything else The Tipping Point that book literally like every campaign I think about I go right back to Gladwell's points mm. and I'm like and I think and I'll look at I'll look at different platforms and I don't look at them like everyone else is because I'm like wait a minute why does this have traction what's the I, I can I can see it from like this large scale and I'm like okay this is exactly what this is People are like, how do you guess that? I'm like, no, it's just, it's the theory. So it allows me to see it from that vantage point and allows me to understand each platform. Yeah. Because honestly, to go into the nuance of it, I would literally be, I get lost. Yeah. I get lost easily. Mm-hmm. But when you're able to look at it from like the, the, from a grander perspective, you can understand why it works or what's different about it. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, and honestly, honestly yeah. these marketers that are, like people who wrote, or Gladwell or the guy who wrote, um, uh, the persuasion or Taldini. Yeah, all these, all these like marketing for them was like a thousand times harder back than then. it is now. Right? We it's have like, analytics. It's like, it's like you had to like rent out a, like a TV ad. You have to run it for like six weeks. It costs fucking hell of money to do it. And so you it, only put one actual fucking ad. You couldn't yeah. beta test or split test like you can do now. Bro, and also if you're watching the fucking like, because I mean. There's intention marketing and there's like interruption marketing, right? Intention is like you're going actively looking for like an ad or actively looking for like a product versus interruption, which is like you're not looking for this shit at all. Yeah, but it's like we're most ads now. While you're walking, while you're driving, fucking to work, and the fucking billboard, yep. you can't just like stop. Okay, now I'm just gonna stop and text. Or right? like a or a mobile detail a mobile, that's on a, a mobile decal, and you can't put that number. You in. can't do that. Or like you're watching YouTube, or the, and you the, see something like you just don't really want to do it. Or you're like watching like the fucking Warriors game in the finals, and you see something like as great as it is, you're not gonna the call to action isn't right there. You thank you versus Facebook, and, and you gotta see it over and right over and there. over again. So like it creates familiarity. But here's the problem though, yeah. like. The, there's two things that actually is a problem with, with traditional marketing. One, because a digital it takes like 13 to 17 impressions or like exposures to effectively for a brand to get sticky in someone's head now because of digital disruption. Then number two, because there's no direct call to action if the person is interested, they effectively don't take action. And we know, but you're seeing your short-term memory. Your short-term memory, like realistically, you used to say it was like, oh, you know, you got a, like, a period of like 24 hours. Now you have like less than maybe 30 minutes. Because of how much is disrupting, like we tend to like look at some of this like this, this raw data and not factoring in the amount of distraction and disruption. Like if, if I'm looking, if I billboard's supposed to come by, like Adriana's insurance passed on fucking bus, and I have to like look down at my phone or have like Siri telling me like I need to make a like yeah. left here. That ad means goose egg to me now. 
It just, it, so you've wasted a lot of money because yeah. not realizing I'm distracted now and everything's on the back of my mobile phone. Yeah. And especially, well, a couple of things. One, if you market to the niche market, you don't have to worry about like, like if you put a billboard up, so 100,000 people could fucking see it. Maybe like 2,000 people will actually be relevant, like it'll be relevant mm-hmm. to And then, but there's no call to action right then. Versus if you're marketing there's no on Facebook to track it. or Instagram, and there's no place, way to track it to see who got the lead, right? Exactly. But on Facebook and Instagram, attention, whatever, uh, Hollywood personal trainers, attention this, or like if you're a blank, blank, blank living in this, if you're like yeah. a um, Culver City home buyer, look at this, yeah. you're only targeting that small niche. Now that could be only 100 people in Culver City. That could only be 50 people in Culver City. But if you, even if you got five clients from that, even if you got one client from that, over across like, I don't know, five billion fucking cities in the United States, you're already making six figures a year. It's the niche, niche marketing. And every time and I bought something, because I, I rarely buy shit online, but I have bought a couple things, a couple of skincare products that are actually really good. Yeah. I never went back to get it. I've always take, taken action right, right there. there. Right um, And one of the, I'll, I'll tell you an example. It's one that has this like charcoal cleanser, uh, a face wash, and then, uh, or a face wash, a moisturizer, and like a scrub or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'd seen ads for a couple times on Instagram, so it did have that like familiarity. It did have that familiarity right. effect, right? Which is good. But then it was like, okay, well, I'll give it to you. You just pay the shipping, and then I was like, okay, well, that sounds interesting. And then I, I clicked on the thing, and I was like, honestly, shipping's only eight bucks. That's fucking Fuck nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, I do have to subscribe for the monthly thing, and that's how they're gonna get their money. But hey, if I like it, then I'll fucking like it, right? Exactly. If other guys are getting results. So I did it right then and there. They got me a, um, now, now I'm on the monthly subscription, but I did it right then and there. And so the bait was, yeah, they lost $8 from me, but then I, you know, but it was like, it happened right now. And it has to happen right now. Even with the, even if you just get the lead, if they don't pay right then and there, that's a product, right? So they're marketing a product. But if I'm marketing like a personal trainer, if I'm marketing someone else, right? They're not just gonna sign up for the, you know, 10 week, 10 week Barry's course. bootcamp fucking what right you there. Might, what you might probably can do is give them like a, like a, a 20 page or 30 page PDF. Exactly, get okay. the ebook or fucking something, but exactly. give that thing to them right there because what's the fucking, in persuasion, he mentions like this like 70,000 times, right? Um, reciprocity. Right? By giving something, you create Just a reciprocal right idea. And give it right away. Even the homeowners, I was looking at some real estate um, ads yesterday and it was like, they were really good that the guy was giving examples for it. That was like, look, attention home buyers and whatever the fuck, right? Yep. Attention home buyers in Monrovia or exactly. Monrovia. And then there's this scrolling. They're like, okay, I'm a home buyer in this. And then what's what's the what's the catch? Oh, here's a list of the five you know things that home buyers like miss when they're looking for a home. Here's a top fifty like fucking homes in your area, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you have this free thing they give you, but then I think it was eighty per six of the, the the closing was when the call was made like in the next like within like an hour or two of them signing up or, or a text message or something. I think it was like 4% when it was even just like two days after that. So that's why the call has to be made right fucking yeah. away. Even just like, hey, thank you so much for downloading the ebook. Um, I'm reaching out to you because you're like a homeowner in this. And honestly, we've only had like a few homeowners and because it's a niche, niche thing. So you're, you're, you can afford to call them. It's not like 10,000 people are going to sign up for the ebook because not... And, and also, they're, like not, they're not being blasted by 10,000 people fucking all of a sudden calling and looking for a home saying, hey, can exactly. you help me come for your trial rebate or some shit? They exactly. effectively are really looking. Exactly. So. Exactly. Dude, everything you're, everything you're telling me, like, I know. Yeah. Because ever since the advent of the microwave, we've wanted shit faster and more efficiently than anything else. Like, that, that's what it always comes down to. We don't like to wait on things. We want things quick. We want things sweet. 
And people I don't think they really understand that. So then they take their sweet ass time. And I'm like, here's the reality. The only way for you to take your sweet ass time with like calling somebody back is if you have them in some type of opt-in list and therefore you can continue to uh, market to them after that. But just remember that as time goes on, they are less likely to make a decision right now to do that simply because you've given them time to go ahead and think about it. They might start considering this. Now, if, they are, if they're actively looking, they'll still come back down the line because of the amount of investment they put into it. And even using your words, dude, just like, instead of calling it like consultation, like call it something else that's more friendly. Or instead of calling it like, oh, here's a free book with, like, here's a free book with some tips, be like, here's the complete guide to buying a home in fucking San Francisco, California. Because what does that say? That says he's giving I'm not you a giving you a part. I'm guide, you- Thank you. Right? I see lots of like game instructors on on YouTube because I still follow some of them yeah. and they're like oh here's my free ebook on this and I'm like honestly your ebook's probably really cool because you're I really like watching it but I have to be like I want to get it are you going to be leaving some stuff out of it are you going to yep. have a portion at the end where yep. you're going to like ask for me to go to your boot camp or, or like, are, only gonna, are you just going to give me like what? here's what I see a lot of because I go to a lot of like business conferences mm. most of them are fucking literally sales pitches I get in there dad, dude. Huh? the rich dad poor dad yeah all I, of them and I go in and I'm just like I didn't learn shit I just learned shit that I already fucking know. And I'm like, that's not value. But these fuckers literally, that's what they do. And I'm like, they give a little bit. And I'm like, you can't do that. If you really, like, you, the more value that you give, the more people feel like they need to go ahead and, like, be a part of this. Stop talking about all the, the client testimonials and fucking stories. That's cool. Like, yeah, that's cool. That, that's a cool little sales thing. But realistically, give the meat. Like, straight up. If it's going to be a training, fucking train and then ask for like, who wants to go further? Because people have gotten some solid, like, yo, this is dope. I can actually leverage with it. Like, that's why I was with Adam Lyons. Because he was one of the few game instructors that would get on and wouldn't give me a fucking upset his product. What he would do is he'd come in and teach one topic for an hour and you were just like this. He would leave you like, and I'm still loyal to his shit. Because he actually gave me fucking content that solved my fucking problem. And the cool thing is, people are scared to give away content, but like, you shouldn't be because you can go to an Owen bootcamp or you can go to an Owen paid hot seat or an Owen $3,000 at home seminar. It's not the same as having him watch you and, and being able to critique and you. mentor you and you can, but he can give you all the secrets. Yeah. Like even if you, there's a book that's like $500 on game or something. If you buy it, you'll get access to every single idea Aren't and you? theory. Yeah. But then applying is one thing. You have no reference, no context to the shit that you're learning exactly. because you haven't encountered an actual person. And of that's course, the- dude. That's why all these people that, that are watching their videos on YouTube that are like doing the top 1% of the marketing, they're giving all their all stuff away. All their shit away, for free. All their stuff away. But the ones that I see that are like, they're not oh, the doing top three things that are holding back your social media marketing. <laughs> like, the one tip that they're leaving out, like, I'm like, I don't want to buy your thing because oh, shit, all of a sudden bad. I sense incongruence. All of a sudden, a little muscle inside of me says, Because you're full of shit. You're pitching me something because you want to, right? But the ones that are like, no, I'll give you my entire complete fucking platform. Gary V, which is why like, I, I, I bought Crushing It without even thinking about it. Simply because I was like, all of his keynotes, he actually gave st- legit strategy. And I'm like, no, this shit works. Like, like it, it really works. He's giving on stage exactly what you should be doing. His four Ds, step by step. And I'm like, everyone else is like this, like... Yeah, so like it's the new fucking trend, social media marketing guys, and it's just a big upsell. I'm just like, 
Ty, you're a fucking asshole now. You're like, you used to be fucking legit. Yeah. Now you're a fucking douche. It's that like inner like salesy like salesman muscle that clicks when you're like, oh, this guy's trying to pitch me something. Trust right? me, I am a fucking we were salesman. About, like, the guys who are most successful doing whatever they're doing, even if it's Owen or if it's like the yeah. guy who we're watching the videos from, mm-hmm. they're giving all their content away for free. completely for free. Yeah. Thomas DeLauer, complete oh, keto yeah, guy. Oh yeah, keto guy, yeah. But it's 45 minutes long, I just watched it yesterday again just to re-inspire me, right? Everything you know about keto, all in one thing. Versus there's some guys that are teaching social media marketing, they're like, okay, here are the two things that they're not teaching you about social media marketing, yeah. or here's like the one tip that you're missing that's gonna change your entire fucking And that's a fucking thing. lie. And it's like, that is like, like if I'm a, if I'm you're a, obviously trying to sell me the next thing. If you tell me the one tip that's gonna change my life on something, there's, there's only one person that's ever been able to like, it's like, yo, this is one major like cheat hack that if you learn this, it'll help you. And I'm like, and it was social proof. I'm like, wait, but no, it actually, that, that's, that's accurate. But he taught it all the different ways you could use it. I'm like, wait, that's, that's one technique, Jesus Christ. But yeah. my mind thought like this, if you were able to break down that much from one technique, how much more does your ass know that you're not talking about? Which made me get more intrigued because you went in depth on just one topic. You went deep. You didn't just go give me like one technique. You get here's one technique, but here's all the ways that you can fucking leverage it. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna buy whatever fucking dude's got. I'm like, cause that shit's that's gold. And it works. And you showed me how to use it practically, it's a wrap. Yeah. Same I was with Anthony Robbins. People give him so much shit that his unleashed the power within like conference the $6,000 one and it's on like uh, if you saw the documentary on Netflix like I'm not your guru oh, yeah, yeah. right people give him shit because it's basically Awaken the Giant within mm-hmm. right it's got like the six modules or whatever like everything because I know people who went to the conference everything that's in the conference is in the book people say it's a bad thing but I'm like Cause like he should be almost as if he should be withholding the secrets to those who go to the conference. It's like no, no. He's already gave you like Anthony's materials. He's got thousands and thousands of hours of video online, completely for free. If you go to this conference, it's only for yourself. It's not for anything else because he literally was he literally was like this. He was like, look, take this sort your fucking life out. You should not be at one of my conferences realistically if you're actually doing the work. Most people aren't doing the work, so they think they need to go the next to go like to go to the teacher, right? And the reality is like no, if you're Shit, when we, when we fucking lived together, I used to just, would literally just go and be like, look, here's all the fucking access to the information. The only difference is, is that when you live with the person, you see their habits. And you're like, no, this person does this. Are you sure this is actually cooked? I promise you. That piece did not. Maybe it's part of the... I don't want to get sick. You're not, I promise you it's not, not going to sick. Sorry, that was gross. But like, I just I saw, I just, no, I just, I, I just saw this. I just saw, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. You're not, this is cooked. Very I know, fucking but thoroughly. Just, I like it a little like more cooked. On the outside, babe. Alright, fucking put it in the pan. Where it? Um, but like, and this could be another like deep, deep topic. But like, why did the Catholic Church fall? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. Why did the Catholic Church fall? Actually, I don't know much about Catholic history, but go ahead, hit me. Because the fucking priest, not the fucking priest, like I don't want to say that bad about the priest, but <laughs> they, it's like you went to church. So they could teach you this information. Oh, yeah, because I do remember they, yeah, most people couldn't read. They had the most Bible in Latin. Most people could read, and most people yeah. were like... Just going through the aristocracy. Yeah, it's like, here's this thing that you probably won't understand because the language is so fucking like, mm. complicated to learn, and maybe you don't, you don't even speak it. So come to this authority figure and give it for you. And then the Protestant church was like, no, here. The, here's the Martin translated Luther's Bible. I'm going to make it as like, simple as possible for you with the King James, which I, I prefer, yep. and all the way to the new international version. Yep. It's all there. And everything you, you need. If you choose to go to church... 
it's out of your own necessity to connect with God. Because effectively, not, you, yeah. but you can read the book here and everything that you're going to need, you've got right exactly. there. And that's exactly what is the problem now. I will, like, I will give you, I will definitely yeah. tell you this though, um, especially with reading, even with reading King James. King James is, is really good with the Greek. You might want to look at the Septuagint. And then uh, that's for the New Testament, Old Testament. You're going to want to look at, uh, you're going to look at, want to look at Aramaic or Paleo-Hebrew to really get an understanding because the, uh, what's the word for it? The Old Testament was in Hebrew first before ever trans being translated over. So there's a lot of that was lost in translation. New Testament, uh, Greek was the language today, but the Septuagint actually goes into like more um, ancient Greek and actually explains the full meaning of what was trying to be said. So, 100%. that only reason I know that, my uh, PK. PK? What's that? Preacher's Kid. Oh. <laughs> that was one. T- no, no, no. Let's wait for that. Well, make it for yourself. I'm not making I'm saying, but when you make eggs, I don't want any. Yeah, man, fucking. Sh- I think we just we went pretty fucking deep. Yeah. No, I'm actually good because it allowed me to like group some things that I had issues grouping in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I actually enjoy that because now I know exactly what I'm gonna. It even gave me ideas for like how to set up my own like thing now, especially like setting up complete guides for things. Yeah. You know, like if you were to give a personal trainer, for example, on, on Instagram, like. Instead of saying, like, yo, here's my marketing agency, why don't you come to me? Yeah. Why don't I say, like, oh, here's a complete guide to finding your own personal training marketing agency because there's, like, a thousand of them asking for it, which I'm sure there's a thousand agencies asking for your, if you're a personal trainer, for your commitment. Exactly. So how do you find the best one? And they'll make a nice PDF of it saying, like, okay, number one, I'll even put, like, referrals or here's something. Here's the things you should, like, you should, here's, like, say, it's, it's, it's kind of like what Gary, what Gary talked to he's like, uh, five reasons you should fire, five reasons you should fire your trainer, and that actually means me. Because <laughs> then it's just like, wait a minute. He's, it's uh, it's it's what Warren Buffett uh, does every time he does a, a annual uh, shareholders meeting for Berkshire Hathaway. He sends out a letter, and what he always says, he goes, um, you know, we're so sorry for like just for the, for this quarter's losses and all that happened throughout this year. Um, these are what the initiative with the losses were, but um, we definitely would say that you guys should definitely stay with Berkshire. Berkshire Hathaway is one of the things I would recommend my mother. Here's what, here's what the rest of the quarter was looking like. So because of starting off with a fault, it makes you look honest. Mm-hmm. So then when you show how much the profits were, it looks even better. So it's kind of like if I was like, hey, I uh, hate to be the baby, you know, got some really bad news for you, man. Did you crash your fucking, like, say if it was like, hey, man, um, you know, uh, crash your car, uh, the apartment fucking burned down. And it was like, <laughs> say they would be like, oh, um, but another news, uh, you know, uh, uh, I was recently like fired from work or something. It's like after all of the other shit that happened, that doesn't look nearly as bad. Mm-hmm. Because you're able to contrast it. I forgot to put it on. I'll get the eggs later. There you go. Yeah, man, that's fucking. That's... So, what's, what are you doing? What are your plans for the next like week or two weeks or a month? Like, what are you? What stage are you at now? So my my stage literally is right now. It's just it's a lot of new onboarding of new clients. So I've got a barber meeting at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It's a there. So so this is actually one of the things I've been doing. So I've been looking for shops that have their uh, like grand opening. So paying attention to like um, the news, paying attention to the news. And when it says like new like so new businesses, whenever they come to town, they have to register. They have to register with uh, the state of Sacramento, and then there's a, a, a specific code. 
So by going directly to the source, I can see what new business individuals are opening. And if they work with like sign companies, sign companies, especially for brick and mortar locations, they're always doing branding. Mm-hmm. Those same companies always need marketing. So I was like, wait a minute, I can keep competing like every- you know how I think. I think in games. I'm thinking, okay, cool. If like this dude is like doing this for this girl, and I want her. What? How, what's his game, and how can I deconstruct it to like destroy his game and play a game around? And how can I try less hard than he did? Exactly. Yeah. So I think with marketing, I'm like, okay, everyone here is like cold calling and emailing, right? So what? How can I? If I if I know their game, what's going to be my counter argument to win it? And I started looking, and I said, okay, what are they not doing? And I was like. Pay attention to these and look for grand opening, a grand opening sites for new businesses. Go to the fucking, uh, the, the, uh, the like county offices or like uh, the, the different like small business uh, they have for like the city. Because when you're at those city council meetings, it talks. So if they talk about every new fucking business or business chamber of commerce, that's another one. And then the last one was um, check the news because usually when companies or franchises open up, they start doing big PR campaigns. That usually lets me know that they're reaching out to media, but they might not be doing anything on social or digital, particularly even if it's good. So I, these were things I was just like, all right, that's how I'm gonna target getting business. By effectively going where I know no one else is going. Because no one's gonna have the balls to sit there and like talk to an owner like face to face. I know that most brick and mortar companies, they want marketing. They particularly want marketing on social. They just wanna see if I give you X amount of what am I gonna get back? It's just like if I was talking to a drug dealer, it's like I give you 5K, how much am I going to get back, and what's my extra percentage off of top, yeah. on top of that? Especially if I front you a pound, like if I front you like a half a pound or an ounce or something. Like how do I know? What's my? How so- quick can you move that? Exactly. Right? So I'm always thinking that, like with, with companies, when I start talking to them, I'm like, I talk money first. I don't even talk to like this is where influencers fuck up. Influencers go sit at those fucking tables like in, with brand deals, and they're only talking about their reach. I'm like, dude, that's like me walking to be like me walking to a girl being like, you should fuck me because I'm cool. <laughs> That's gonna do a great job. How about you go ahead and know it's a business. Their job, they're in the business to make money. You need to talk about first off what brands you worked with in the past. Show me a list of your referrals. Show me what those campaign looked like. What were those numbers? And how much did you fucking drive for them? Just like any job that's a sales job, what are you coming in saying? Oh, this is how much we increased this person in sales during this three month period. Yeah. But influencers don't think like that. They're just like, but I've got clout. And I sit there and I'm a part of these different Facebook groups and they're talking about like, oh, can you drive more engagement? I'm like, you fuckers are idiots. You need to be fucking focusing on who's my audience, what makes that viable to the brand, and how I'm effectively able to drive revenue for you, which is why you should collaborate with me. And that's how you'll get brands to work with you and pay you big bucks because you actually can put a fucking dollar metric amount, a quantitative amount, on what your influence actually is fucking worth. Not what you think it's worth, what it's actually fucking worth. And that's where I saw, I'm like, damn, I'm like, most of these dudes are like, oh, we'll do like growth hacks and all this bullshit. And I'm like, okay, cool, like Instagram growth hack, that's amazing. I'm like, but if you're the girl who's like trying to become like, a, like say you're, you wanna be a paleo influencer, okay, great. That means you need specifically like paleo influence, right? Based on the fucking geographic location where you live. Where you live. Say you live in an area where the community like that is very, is very small, so it's not fucking big, right? You, look, you looked at the data and you see that these people, you know, you looked and saw that people aren't into biohacking in the, the local, you know, upland area. Okay, cool. Then you target your audience to where? Where that shit's popular, even if you're not a fucking local. Use hashtags 
that are fucking relative to the fucking niche of the area. If it's Keto Los Angeles, don't use Keto that has millions of people fucking searching it. Because they could be from Amsterdam, Sweden, wherever. That doesn't do shit. That's the, that's fish and wide. And I'm telling you, fish narrow as fuck because you're gonna generate a lot less likes, but the likes are gonna be fucking relevant for people that actually are local to your vicinity and actually into fucking Keto. And that's where I'm like, I keep seeing, I'm like, People aren't getting this shit. They need to go narrow as fuck, really yeah. narrow, mm-hmm. because then niche. your then your influence is so targeted, it's so specific on what the value add is that brands are like, I'm gonna pay you big bucks. That's why I think a lot of influencers are gonna fall in the next five years because these micro yeah. influencers that they, they get niche and specific, Those are the ones they gotta fucking mop up. Mm-hmm. They gotta mop, and I, that's what I'm going right now. Going, I'm looking for a. And right now, there's too many of them, so they're looking for the one that's not gonna be. And that's what I've, I've been, been going targeted. Like, yo, you're like, okay, you're trying to build an audience. Okay, cool. We're gonna build you an audience that's fucking niche. Your R and B, we're gonna like make sure it's local, not from all these other places. Make yeah. sure it's it's homegrown. And then after you've got that, then go a little wider, and then a little wider, but you yeah. stay. Super narrow. Dude, because in a few years, all these marketing agencies, by marketing agencies, I mean like. Kids that. that, that kids that are like. <laughs> I'm an agency now. Because of, right? of Ty Lopez doing all of the selling his programs. Right now, like, these influencers and. Who um, doesn't want to be them, right? But like. Of course. They're kind of, like you said, they're using their like reach. But in a few years, when these like, and, and hopefully now with like. I think we're at that place I, now. I was a little too afraid to like get on this boat because I'm like, fuck, there's so many people on this boat. But then when I look at like, they the actual, suck, they kind of <laughs> suck, right? Dude, teaching suck. Yeah. So, but in a few years, it's gonna be even when, harder. Like, when we're good, the cream always rises the top, baby. And then we can, and then and then we'll have the power to be like, you know what? Here's your immediate ROI. Fuck those influencers, and then they have no power whatsoever. No leverage. Because now it's all like. How, the, how, are you, how are they even using the influence? You can't really track. It's really, like you said. And all of everything that you're telling me, I was like, I saw brick and mortar modeling agencies going out of business when a recession hits because their overhead's too fucking high. They, and if you're an agent, right, and you book, you book models work, effectively you make money because you've got the client list. Yeah. But the brands can reach out to the model herself and fucking book her. Right. If she's a legit fashion model and has like a fashion audience, effectively if people that like that loyally buy clothes, and she's a fashion model, bro, she's a marketing company. She can go right to go direct to brands, say, hey, this actor would have partnered with me, and they're gonna pay her bigger bucks. She's the next supermodel. supermodel. Yeah. Why? Because it's it's she has not just fashion buyers, she's got Chanel buyers. So she's a Chanel influence because she's the Chanel girl. And the next girl is the Louis girl. And I'm just like, that's how, how, how crazy it can get. And I'm like, dude, I'm seeing this shit like, like I'm seeing it like so often that I'm just like, I just keep seeing cash. Like, I had to cut me one. Oh, sorry. Thank Speak you. louder. I'm like, what? <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been quietly sitting in the corner in my little nerd fucking corner and shit. But you know what it is too? It's like, these are all great ideas. But even like you said, like, yeah, that they can get a far reach. The same thing as saying like, hey, I'm cool. But even us talking right now is also just like, hey, we're cool, right? That's why right now I'm back on keto trying to focus on really just maximizing, like cutting out weed, cutting out most alcohol, cutting out like most things. No nicotine at all. No nicotine at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. So, no, so nicotine itself isn't bad. I got to preface that. A lot of people think nicotine is bad. (laughs) Nicotine actually is a cognitive enhancer. They've shown studies to where uh, it's, it has slowed down and even prevented Alzheimer's. I used a little nicotine spritz underneath my tongue. 
I'm sure, but I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like, I was like, <laughs> no, I'm sure. And I'll like, say smoking a smoking a jewel, smoking a cigarette is is cancer in the whole. No, 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 no. Of course, that's another topic for later. But nicotine doesn't cause cancer. What it is is all the the additives that they add into the cigarettes or the jewels that people don't know. It's not the nicotine itself. The nicotine itself is fine, but it's the all like you gotta. It's kind of like that's correlation, not causation. No, of course. But I'm, I'm like just saying. Their shit that's but just, I'm just saying. But just like how you know exactly what foods you eat that make you feel like exactly. Ass. When I hit a jewel, I feel like ass. So yeah, you I'm shouldn't just, even I'm smoke. Those are terrible. Yeah, I'm yeah. just attributing it to that. But like when you're yeah. out at fucking high on a Wednesday and you're a little tipsy, and every fucking six out of ten girls are fucking have jewel. a jewel in their hand, and yeah. then you're like on the fucking thirty minute Uber ride to fucking Calabasas to fucking John Paul or fucking Logan, Logan Paul's, Paul's, Paul's fucking, fucking house place last week. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, the fuck out of that. Thing. He's been but, doing a lot more activations, interestingly enough. I like I I caught the last party that no, he did. Everyone's uh, been there, like, on Sunday. No, but here's what's crazy though. No, the fat one. We were um, at Owen's See, here's here's what's seminar. That was his like fattest party. It was for um designer. Yep. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Like you mean well, they also had one this were you t- are you talking Friday. are you talking about the one that Chris Brown was there or are you talking about I'm talking about the one that like literally everyone was fucking there. Well no, here's why I asked because the one where where they were celebrating the birthday of designer at the house? Yeah. Yeah, like I was there. I was filming that one. Was well, there was like, one this past Sunday that your, your friend was, was filming. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. It was the time when we were at Owen's. It was when Owen had his four-day seminar. Oh, yeah, because I remember that. I wasn't I wasn't able to make it. I remember that because you, you messaged me about that. Um, okay. But no, the point of the matter was like, the reason why I'm cutting all these things out is because yeah. I have lots of, even just the complete guide, the complete guide to personal training, whatever, like all these ideas that I'm talking about, like unless I execute them, unless I execute them fucking fast. Yeah. Um without putting too much pressure on myself, then it doesn't mean shit, right? So it's like, that's why I'm back on like the whole, near, not reprogramming, but like the whole, what do you, what do you call it? Like the biohacking, uh, the biohacking and yeah. just making sure that like my tip top, like shape for everything mentally so I can get, to that just execute place. it like as soon as possible. Because these people that are like, that I'm judging, saying they're less attractive than I am, saying that they're making, you know, teaching it less but effectively than I am, but they're actually making money, exactly. they're executing it. You know? That was always my that was my biggest problem was that I was super judgmental about a lot of shit and like I was coasting by and it was ego. It was ego and I was sitting there going, I'm like, wait a minute, dude, I'm like, this shit I've got a bit I've got a big fucking ego and I'm like, I don't have the hustle to back that shit. I'm like, I've gotta ch- change some shit. So it was like, okay, I wanna perform at my best, I wanna be at my best, I wanna like outperform everybody. Okay, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to biohack and I mean not just a little bit, I've gotta pay whatever I've got to pay to fucking really get to that place. Yeah. Because if I want to make money, every fucking CEO, every major CEO that makes money, they all biohack. It's almost fucked up. Like, yeah. my business partner fucking biohacks. I had no idea. Dude, even if it's fucking like, I mean, bro, I knew smart ass people in college, like in Berkeley, and they were all fucking taking me, like, fucking at Adderall. And it's a biohack. Yeah, I mean, it's a biohack. It, yeah, yeah. I've taken that before. I literally... Fucking Be sitting there like this. <laughs> but you know what's funny? The feeling I get, and this is part of the reason why I'm really, really going back to keto, is the feeling that I get when I take like a, even just a 15 milligram Adderall. It is the exact same feeling that I get on like two, three weeks in keto. Wake up, Ooh. already fasted as fuck. Maybe do some brain octane. You might. Right? Also say you might like this. No, of course. Brain octane, right? Yep. Because I was like, I take a Honestly, shot of this. This shit, it's expensive, but like, it's really good. I it's, pay for have it. to change the fucking tip. Yeah, bro. I know, I know, I know. Like what? It's a bitch. Like what? Like I'm. I. I I've been meaning to just get my own little bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, just to like put all that shit in. 
and so I can just like squeeze it better because half the shit fucking leaks and then I have to drink out of this mm-hmm. and then I'm like fuck am I backwashing like mm-hmm. am I dropping shit in like is mm-hmm. it safe but um but, you know, the feeling I get when I like full fasted maybe drink a fucking bulletproof at some ghee like yeah. is the exact same feeling I get when I'm on 15 milligrams of Adderall it's that clear that, that clear mind you're that just, just like you're just you, you, you or like after a two after a 48 hour fast you're it's just I remember that I was actually was, yeah when I lived with you Doing a did a forty eight hour fast. Was me, me and Chris were doing it, and fucking the moment that I got in, I got. I mean, I I knew I had hit ketosis. I was reading the tipping point, and all of a sudden it was just like, I just remember like just feeling like, bing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, and it, I wasn't eating anything. I just it just I just reached that place, and I was like, I knew I'm like, wow, I'm really focused right now. I just it was internally I just knew it, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This shit felt superhuman. That's why I'm like, feeling like that all the time is the fucking aim. Because life, anything other than it, is fucking subpar. But then you think about like, animals in the wild, right? Where it's like, they're just living their fucking lives. They're not sitting down, depressed. That's, so it's like, the superpowers are like how you should be. Like the no, That should be the baseline. Like the, 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 the keto superpowers, the nofap superpowers, all these like superpowers. That's like that's should be the baseline. That's base not line. fucking up. Yeah, right. Doing the things you're mean. supposed to be fucking doing. Literally, yeah. It's fucked up that you're saying that because, dude, you're 100 percent accurate. You yeah. you are you are, you are not lying. But what it's because of I mean, I, I have to even preface back to marketing because I can't yeah. blame people because I remember a no. lot of the what I've learned from the uh, the Edward Bernays studies from like the early 50s during like a, you ever read his book Propaganda? No. Yeah. So there's a very telling mm-hmm. remark that he says. He goes. Um, Give me control of give me control of a nation's media and I care not who makes the country's laws. I was like, fuck, that's 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 really interesting. Yeah. And his whole idea was was that um, we because back in the fifties, people were buying based off of need. I need this, therefore I buy. I only buy what I need. So sales kind of were slowing to a halt. Yeah. People weren't buying anymore. So okay, how do we get people to start spending more money? Mm-hmm. They had to move, they started changing the marketing to like lifestyle and what you're doing without because you don't have this part. So it moved from a needs-based marketing, yeah. like you need this soap, to a desire. So it's, it's, it's you literally look, you could walk, look at ads before the 50s, ever, you will see how they change. They start changing to where it's like, smoking makes you look cool, empowered, like, or uh, things like three square meals a day or uh, Kellogg's, it'd be yeah. like, you go on a fucking adventure. Like they changed all of this to where the product was Placed in the middle of allowing you to achieve something more, and now it's and now it's the point where it's like they're hitting you from both sides. You're hitting you from like, yeah, this product with the soap will make you fucking like smell better than any other guy. Or like like smoking, the fucking the smoking will make you the coolest guy. But they're also hitting you from the back end of like, but if you don't use the soap, do you really want to be like every other guy who uses that shitty soap and smell like bad? Individuals really be like that. So they're hitting you from the pain and the pleasure now. Yeah, right. Do you really want to be that fat fuck at the gym who doesn't get girls? Then that fucking guy comes out with the fuckable physique, right? Where it's like, that mean With two girls on his fucking arm and shit, and they're all sitting there like this, rubbing his pecs. Right, because then you feel, you get the FOMO, right? Yeah, you're like, fuck, I don't want to be that fucking guy. Because they always show the fat guy, like, alone, and everyone moving away from him. So they're isolating him, and I'm like, oh, okay, I know what they're doing, creating cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And then they're, like, showing, like, the the really popular dude. Everyone's, he's got, like, all massive social proof, two fucking dope girls. And I'm just like, you're a fucking dick. So you're, like, legit hitting lifestyle points. Yeah. That's funny, bro. This fucking. Um, I'm gonna go ten outside with, with the show. So, guys, yo, we're gonna end on that fucking note. Marvin, thank you so much for coming on and, and really giving us some fire ass fucking content. It seemed like guys we may have went a little bit all over the place, but I think the value was there. Um, 
let me know what you guys think. You know, like I, like I always say, dude, if I'm fucking full of shit, do you like the content? Is it valuable? Is it helping you? Can you see yourself directly using this? With that being said, Marvin, where can people find you if they want to go ahead and follow up with you and all your fun fucking adventures and what the fuck you were up to? Um, I don't know. At Marvin, maybe. That's okay. my Instagram, but also, uh, I don't know. You'll, I, feel like, I feel like you'll hear my name soon. Oh, he, he, don't, don't worry. His name will be out there soon. <laughs> all right, guys. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Live long and prosper. Beautiful.